This is AS4 Adversity, a podcast about navigating the obstacles in life. Thanks for joining us this season as we talk about how a community can help. I'm Jen. And I'm Rachel. We're here to be a part of your community this year as we learn together. Okay, I'm here with Rachel. I'm so excited that she's here. And we were just talking through the outline and the talking points that we wanted to discuss in this episode. And just having someone to talk to and bounce things off of was so great. And it was so nice to just, again, be able to to work through it with with another human. Yeah, I love being able to be a part of it. Um, Jen and I have a lot of the same kind of values that were that that kind of spark life into us I feel like there's a lot of things that you know this whole idea of community is something that is a huge value of mine it's something that I really love I love being able to kind of create a community being part of community so anyway so it's been really fun to be a part of this so today we thought we'd talk about just the different dynamics that are in a community and just how we all look different whether it's influenced by age, culture, socioeconomic status, location. There's just so many things that contribute to making a community and affect a community. Yeah, I think that it's something that I've learned because as I've gotten older, my community's changed so many times, you know, like mm-hmm. different stages in your life. Uh, your communities just look different constantly. And, I'm, you know, I don't even know that I really had an idea of of my community until I became a mom and it became a lot more obvious and a lot more talked about. So I think it is important to understand. Yeah. And that's so true because yeah, you, you move, you have different life changes and yeah, your community looks different. I remember having friends that I relied on so heavily and that was just for that point in my life. And now I, there's months that go by when I don't talk to that person and it's, it's just because we're, we're in a different place, but I feel like wherever you are, there's community for you if you seek it out and nurture it and those types of things. Yeah. Yeah, one of the first things that I really think about is my family. Um, I'm lucky to have a really strong family foundation and a good relationship with my family and that they're close, you know. So I'm, I'm blessed in that aspect. But as I've learned, as I've gotten to know a lot of people and really had deeper conversations with people, I learned that I'm definitely not everybody I mean not not nearly everybody has relationships with their family like I do and so that's kind of I feel like in my mind that's kind of the core of like what what your community is going to look like is do you have that family to begin with that's really strong and if so or if not like you know where does it grow from there because that's kind of the beginning of of where you're going to want to reach out and how you need to reach out what your needs are because that's a community is really fulfilling a lot of needs more than just social yeah for sure and I'm in the same boat as you I have a lot of family that's really close and they're in the state and just down the street I have a friend that her parents are out of the country and her husband's parents are out of the state so they don't have that family that they can turn to and so what does it look like beyond that Mm -hmm. and this will all be informed by our experience living in daybreak that's our community right now and so regardless of what your community looks like take what makes sense to you and leave the rest yeah I have loved being in daybreak because there's a lot of community to find just because there's so many people I mean that's a huge part of it right and you know having parks and pools I mean it's we're we're blessed I mean that's definitely true because it makes it easier to get to know people but there's uh different dynamics that make it easier or harder to get to know people as well so that's something that I was kind of 
interested in thinking about was like the way that introverts versus extroverts create their own communities because we all need them and we all have ways of creating that but it's really different based on kind of just our own personalities even you know even outside of the introvert and extrovert but that's kind of a big part that I that makes me think about it you know (laughs) yeah for sure yeah going along with the the daybreak concept I I know that HOAs get a bad rap sometimes but I I've I've loved it because like you said it's really easy to find community there's you know the the DCC, which is the the community center for. Mm-hmm. There's a gym and and they put on events. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. And then there's a pool in all the areas of of Daybreak, and so Daybreak is broken into these little villages, just based geographically where you're at. And so Rachel and I, we live in the part of Daybreak called East Lake, and so we go to the East Lake pool. And so a lot of the times, communities affected by just who you're living by, who you're around. And so I know I see a lot of the same people at the pool and at the park. And so sometimes that's a good way to get to know people is, you know, you're around them all the time. And and each time you get a little bit more comfortable, maybe saying hi or smiling or saying, oh, I see you here a lot or, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. Jen, I'm curious what your communities have looked like in the past. Like what, what were the communities that really stood out to you or things that were, that impacted your life? Yeah, that's a great point. So Jared and I, my husband, we were in Boise, Idaho for a time. My husband went to law school there, and that was a time that we didn't have family nearby. I did have an uncle there, and he would invite us over every now and again, which was great because, you know, we felt like we had one one little connection. But for the most part, it was just basically building a community from where we were, and we lived in downtown Boise, and so we were right by the Greenbelt, and I felt like I would make connections with moms there or people. And then my main source of community was I was a teacher. And so mm-hmm. the the teachers that I worked with, I, I relied on them a lot. And I got along with some better than others. But just having that support, that network, that was, that was a good experience. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the things we do want to acknowledge is that not everybody is able to pay for some of these communities that require money like HOAs in and of itself you know sometimes bar certain people from being able to to have that kind of lifestyle but also just um for example one of my biggest communities at the moment is at the gym I go to dance fitness classes and I I love it and it's it's one of my biggest communities right now I love the people there it's just all of them are just a big group of friends but not everybody's able to have that opportunity to be able to pay for that and so we were we were kind of talking back and forth about ways that you can create a community when you have a different budget you know when you're maybe it's your socioeconomic status or maybe it's just your time of life that makes it so that you really have to kind of find a different way of creating your own communities yeah so true and back, going back to what you said earlier too with the introverts and extroverts i I love going out and doing all the things and experiencing them. And a lot of the times it does require money. And so sometimes that can create a division if others don't feel like they have it in their budget or they, they would rather hang out in a different way. But I think just, just like we're all so different, it requires a different approach. And so maybe just switching things up, you know, having a game night occasionally or going out to dinner another time or having a park play date or just trying to keep it fluid and so that you're mm-hmm. you're with different people at different times or you're you're meeting the needs of others that that would maybe not join you otherwise. Yeah. 
you know, I think also when I'm thinking about both of these, these things that kind of bar us sometimes and make us feel like we can't create that community. I have a friend who feels like, I mean, she's, she feels like she spent so much of her life trying to really create like a, an intimate community for herself. Those people that she can really rely on and that she can talk to because her family situation wasn't as strong and something that really struck her and that was helpful for her in creating her community was um, advice that she got from a, a friend that said that she said to nurture old relationships, mm-hmm. like nurture the relationships you already have. So, you know, for specifically for people who maybe are more introverted or even if it's not introversion that's stopping you as much as it's just maybe just your time in life or also there there can be anxieties around even if you're you know regardless of your like level of of extroversion or whatever but there can be anxieties if you've had issues in the past with communities falling apart that you really needed you know but if you think about it it's it's easier to really create an intimate relationship if you already have some foundation that's there and not to say that you can't with new people but if you really look at the people in your in your life you know look at people that you've known and see if you can get back in touch with them, you know, see if that's something that you can kind of grow and nurture. Yeah, that's great. I heard a quote recently that said, you don't have to start over to start fresh. And so you can just, like you said, you can nurture what's already there and, and, and grow that relationship or that Mm -hmm. connection. Yeah, I like that. And something you said made me think of a, a different concept too, that our communities serve different purposes at different times or they fulfill certain needs. And so you said that your friend was looking for an intimate connection community and Mm -hmm. so our communities look a lot of different ways maybe we have a certain community that we want to just go and have fun with and not think about other things and then we have a community where we turn to when we're going through hard times or when we really want to experience that deep connection rather than just surface level friendships or connections I also had a conversation with a friend who who grew up with such close neighbors they were just always doing things together they really relied on each other and now she's in a place where she doesn't have that relationship with her neighbors and she's tried, but it just, it doesn't look the same as she was expecting. And so, yeah, there's just lots of different ways to use community and to look for community and experience community. Yeah. I think that when I think back on the communities that I've had in my life and the way that they influence me, I mean, because at the beginning, for example, when I was talking about my dance fitness classes, at the beginning, that community was just something where it made you actually want to go and exercise, right? And that's helpful. It's helpful to have like kind of a health community <laughs> in a sense, people who help to motivate you to get out the door and to do things like that. Um, but then it turned into something deeper because we all found a lot of, of self-love through dance and it was something that really helped us all. But I think, you know, there's there's times in your life where you have communities that have you know, that are supporting you in a specific area of your life. And, and it's a time that you need that, you know, when I was in school, my communities looked very different. And sometimes it was needing to have people, you know, for example, the people that you study with, Mm -hmm. um, study groups are absolutely a community that are helping you in certain ways. And, and that's where, you know, it's just helpful when we can nurture those situations, because you never know when those communities can turn into something more. Yeah. And in thinking about community, I wonder, there's probably some give and take in this area, but I, I hope that for me, people don't feel like I'm trying to force community because a lot of times I just want it so much that I like, <laughs> I try to bring people together and I try to do things. And like we were talking about earlier, like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, you know? And uh, I think as long as the intent is there or, you know, you're, you're trying, then, then it will be mm-hmm. well received. But 
I remember, like you were saying, with school, I would just go down to the class and I'd sit next to someone and say, okay, we're going to be friends in my head because I, I needed a community. Uh-huh. And so I, I was trying to make one. And yeah, some of those friendships, I they still last until today. And so it's just it's just interesting. It's easy to get discouraged when it doesn't work. Or like you said, if, it, if you've been hurt in the past by trying to build up a community, but uh, it's, it's always good to keep trying. Yeah. And honestly, if you look around in your life, you, you'll find that you have more invitations to communities than you realize, even if it's, um, something that's maybe broader people that you don't really know, but you know, there's, there's times that you'll find that people in your community are part of a church group or part of a book club or part of, you know, like there, there's things that are going on. And if you are, are somebody who feels like you're lacking a community, just, I mean, take a step, take, take that step into some of those communities that you've heard about as best you can, you know, based on your budget and what you're able to do with that. But it's, it's worth it. You know, it's worth trying to find that. And I know it can, it definitely can be intimidating depending on the time of your life, especially if you're feeling like you're in a drought, you know, of community. And if you're in that kind of place, like it's just, there's, there's a feeling that, you know, there's some stress that goes along with, kind of venturing into that new position because there's a lot of need there, you know? When you have more need, then there's just kind of something that you have to kind of work through. So, but honestly, somebody else needs you too, you know? Somebody else in that community is needing what you're able to bring to it based on maybe your culture or your age or your place in life. That was another thing that we were kind of thinking about, Jen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Age is a big one, I feel like, because there have been times in my life where I feel like I've been able to relate to the older generation or the younger generation, and then there's other times where I feel such a connection with people my exact age. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, yeah, there's different times that that we can benefit from both of those communities. And something that I've created is a sunshine community, and this is for people that that might be needing that community, might be seeking that connection or just a group of women that they can talk to and be themselves with and get help from. And so I've created this community, especially for people who are looking to, to gain that sense of, of community. You can find more about it on the website. It's asforadversity.com slash boost. And it's this community that's all ready to go that you can just jump in and feel like you belong if you're looking for that sort of community. Mm-hmm. And you have events that are going along with that, which I think it, it helps, you know, it helps to have things that are that you can do together to help you get to know people from these different like places, you know, people who are in different places in their life or or who you might find that are in the same place in your life. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what you're saying too. It might feel a little awkward or different at first or you may not even know what it could turn into, but the more you spend time with each other or just yeah get to know each other then those those bonds will form the connection will be there and with all these things we've been talking about i i just think it's it's part of life and that variety can greatly enrich our lives and our community if we let it and that's just part of being in america we're just kind of this melting pot but that's what makes it so great is that we have such a great flavor of all these different uh, cultures and status and people and personalities. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)